ketchup on pancakes. Episode 22. Farewell 2022. By the fireside. Warm. Fireplace. Warm. Fireplace. See the flaming log. Drink the tasty nog. See the flaming log. Drink the tasty nog. By the warm. Why are you silent over there, Kate? I wasn't sure who, who was talking. Oh, I thought you were going to lead today. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that song hypnotized me a little bit. Yeah, you kind of lost touch of reality there for a second with that unexpected intro. But uh, I heard the Stoker there, our good old friend Stoker. Well, that's the thing. We didn't want to interrupt the Stoker, so maybe I was waiting for the reason. Yeah, reason. but and then you waited a bit long. But anyway, here we are. Stokers and fires and oh my! And the warm fireplace. We're by we're we're by the warm fireplace again. You can hear the fire in the background and the stoker. Our non-binary stoker is back. <laughs> uh, um, sure. Yes. Yeah, so it's good to be back. Our first episode of Ketchup on Pancakes in almost a year, but uh, we're actually recording this one a bit sooner than uh, last year. We waited into the new year it was the end of january of 2022 that we recorded our best or look back at 2021 and here we are for another by the fireside which i don't know if i've ever made that comparison before but it makes me think of uh roosevelt the president in the 30s and 40s he would always do a fireside chat to the american people over the radios right uh, and it was what that's what he called it and so every time we do it once a year now with this podcast it's funny when we call it that but it's <laughs> pop it's yeah. very it's very nice I, I i mean how literal are we it's technically really cold down here but you, even just hearing the crackles make you think of warm warm fireplaces so yeah i mean so this is this is ketchup on pancakes our podcast for anyone who may not uh, be too familiar with this podcast or follows Outlook on Radio Western. This will be showing up in your feeds if you uh, follow the RSS feed. And this is a podcast we celebrated five years of last year, or yeah, I guess in 2021. So uh, it's where things all began. And I thought we would care start off just quickly by introducing ourselves. My name is Brian. I'm the young one. I'm the youngin. 
Yeah. Our, the other podcast. Getting kind of old, though. The other podcast we do has our names in the intro, but this one doesn't. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, yeah. My name's Carrie, and I'm the older one. And we've been doing this one since before we started our other one outlooks so this one is a little more casual or today we're hoping to be casual but <laughs> we always say that and i already feel like i'm talk, being a little too serious but i know started off with a laugh which was good <laughs> uh but i just wanted to yeah mention our names and that we are siblings we're not not a couple <laughs> a couple of siblings is what we yeah, are yeah. yeah that's right a couple of siblings and uh, I'm trying to tra- talk a bit quieter only because yeah. I mean, I've already kind of yelled like the way I do when a mic gets in front. <laughs> but um, I recently bought uh, some new microphones for Christmas for myself, my own kind of gift to myself. And one of them is the mic I'm speaking into right now, the SM7B, a very good quality mic. Um, but Carrie is over just across from me in the room here in her basement where we reside by the fireside and carrie's using a condenser so it picks me up mm. whereas carrie has a very soft spoken voice so yeah my dynamic mic doesn't really pick her up so anyway i'm an audio snob went to school for audio engineering so i'm a little oversensitive to this stuff or over a little picky but i'm sure it sounds great it does sounds great and uh, yeah, so we like to do these episodes once a year now, catch up on pancakes, to look back at the year, keep it casual, whereas Outlook focuses more very specifically on disability and blindness. This is just more open-ended and casual at the end of the year, something to kind of relax to. And we're both kind of tired because it's been a busy few days and setting this the microphones up to do this episode has been quite the process. But here we are. And yeah, we always talk about our time management skills and... It's in between Christmas and New Year's right now, and it's that time where the air, the year is ending and a new one hasn't quite started yet, and we are just in a very casual state, but there's also so much going on this time of year, and, and this year in particular, there's such interesting, unexpected things happening, and the year, you know, Christmas season went differently than we thought it might, like usual, and the last few years have been so different with COVID and people getting sick and... We didn't do our usual family things these last few years, so we just finished with one again, which we called KFC, Kajuski Family Christmas, and we normally do it for a couple days, a few days after Christmas, like the day after Boxing Day, and when our our older brother and his wife and kids come from Scarborough, in the Toronto area, and they come for a few days, and uh, we all get together with our sister Kim and her family and our parents, and have like a second Christmas KFC, which is just like... The- we didn't have KFC, though. We had pizza this time. Yeah, though. well, not all of us like it. But we still had KFC in the sense that we had Kajuski family Christmas. Yeah. And my bum is really sore on this little <laughs> old stool that I think we've had in the Kajuski family for who yeah, knows. It's an it's a relic in this Since family. Since the 90s, I think, at least. That might be the one that I... I was examining it while Brian was setting up here today. Because Brian is the mic sound audio guy, so he does a lot of the work setting this stuff up, and I feel like I sit here doing nothing. But I give my thoughts. Um, but yeah, that's that old stool. That might be the one that when I was in eighth grade at sh- in shop class, we had to do a project, and so I'm blind, so I had to do a, you know had to pick a particular project, and we had to pick something, and and we had to incorporate sewing into that, like so it was home ec skills slash uh, shop class. And uh, I just took the stool that we had in the room that I shared with my sister growing up 
and it's a plastic stool with these metal legs and what I did is I took the stool and I repurposed it so I painted the legs and then I I create I sewed a fabric cover for the stool and that was the project I don't feel a fabric cover no that's the thing I, I was examining it and I can't see anymore um, I did paint the legs of that stool black, I believe. I, can, I think I think you can feel the paint on the legs because it. Does, I think so. It has a bit of a. While I was examining it, yeah, I I felt the legs and they felt like they'd been painted, whereas they used to be like smooth white metal. Yeah. I think from what I'm remembering, I used to have sight. Compared to now, I used to have quite a bit of sight, uh, especially like in the eighth grade, I had quite a bit of sight. And I'm trying to remember what it things memories I have that were visual but yeah anyway I don't know if that is that that stool I'm not sure what happened to the sewed cover could be but this yeah the cover I think I vaguely remember I forgot about the cover until you just mentioned it but I think I took we had some extra fabric left over from our curtains that I in the room with my sister growing up I think I used that same fabric fabric so it would match the, the curtains in the room and I so I don't remember what I got on the project. Okay, but. okay, okay. So sorry to cut you off there, <laughs> sis. Um, but it just I went down a rabbit everything's hole. Everything's gotten yeah, we've gone down a rabbit hole here and it's gotten uh-huh. a little long winded at the start. And I just wanted to cover a couple quick things because first off, I really am in need of some alcohol after okay. all this setup. Uh, I actually I'm I don't drink that often. I'm I'm okay, but Well, there's been some drinking in the last few days. Yeah, the, last the holidays few weeks. And, and everything going on and we have some wine here that Carrie loves that we're gonna get into here soon. But I also wanted to quickly mention Very off the loves. top that that song that kind of came out of nowhere for for our listeners or yeah we don't normally put a song at the beginning of these no ones. generally not generally it's just the theme our ketchup on pancakes theme this time it was the short version of the theme we also have a longer version on previous episodes mm-hmm. but we have the short one and the episode name and normally it just comes right in with the fireside and the stoker and us <laughs> but I've talked before on Outlook and and on ketchup on pancakes about this holiday radio show I love every year. And then I also do my own radio show. So recently I've been doing a Christmas show the past five years. This year was my sixth annual Christmas show. And I actually found this song. um, I guess it would have been last week. We're recording this here on the 29th of December, 2022. So about a week ago now, I guess it would have been a week ago today. It's hard to believe it's Thursday already. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, on Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. (laughs) I was searching for music Think for my about show. that for a minute. And I found this song, Warm Fireplace. And it's quite catchy. And as I think maybe you agree, Care, some people might think it's kind of weird, but I'm used to listening to weird music. Yeah. Um, so we thought we would, since we the theme is fireplaces keeping warm at this time of year, fire tying in in another so more cozy. unfortunate way as well this year, which we'll talk about briefly coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just thought it was a nice little fit. It's a nice little short song, but we also, of course, wanted to give credit to the creators of this song. Cause and what do you call those? A parody or a... Yeah, parody could be work. I like, I kind of like the term reimagining mm. of, a, of a song, but parody is, is also a fitting way to put it. So I just wanted to let the listeners know, you can find this at Alex Reed, which is funny because Reed is also the name of our nephew. And it's spelled the same way, R-E-E-D here. Oh, not so, R-E-I-D. No. So alexreed.bandcamp.com. You can find this song, Warm Fireplace. Although it's credited under the name Kibble, which is also kind of a funny connection care because we were hanging out with some dogs the last couple of days. And yeah, we'll talk about uh, the newest addition to uh, the KFC clan in a way, it, Otis, the dog this year. But l- last few years, we've had a few dogs introduced in our family again. 
Yeah. After so, losing my puppy Dobby, which he was on our show here. First, first ever by the fireside in 2016, looking back at that year, which feels like forever ago now. But I know. We were both in the same basement then, too. And that, that was on Boxing Day, though, that we recorded. Sometimes that we record these virtual. Last year was virtual. It's, we've done some of them in your apartment, and this time it's my basement again. But yeah. Right. But yeah, we wanted to give credit to the, yeah. the, the, the creator of the song. Yeah, so Kibble, you can find that again at alexreed.bandcamp.com. It's Warm Fireplace. And I'm just going to read this little blurb from the page. It came out just the beginning of December of this year. I don't quite know what they're referring to here, but it starts off with, Are you among the millions angered by the holiday season's suspicious avoidance of minimal wave, synth punk, and the psychosexually depraved novel Crash by J.G. Ballard? That's me. So I guess there's a novel called Crash. By J.G. Ballard? Is that the movie? That That's what was I was made just wondering. The movie crash? Could be. It says it's from 1973. Uh, we didn't research that, but... And, uh, yeah, we didn't research that. Research to... yourself, people. Yeah, that'll be your job here. But I do know Minimal Way than Synth Punk is, is the, in the style that that song is in because... Mm-hmm. They say here, rage no longer. A Christmas miracle has arrived. And that's what I felt like when I came across this <laughs> song. Kibble has recorded Warm Fireplace, a holiday parody. Oh, there you go. I guess mm-hmm. that is a fitting word. Of The Normals 1978 Warm Leatherette. <laughs> we always thought that was a funny word. Yeah, I always thought leatherette yeah. a funny word. And I'd heard when I got my guide dog, actually, um, one of the trainers said something Speaking about Speaking of French. Something they had, one of their dogs was named Plumet. They said it's kind of like a featherette. <laughs> and that's a word I don't really hear, but it makes me think of leatherette when I hear featherette. And uh, we're silly and we like silly words. Yeah. Um, so I just thought, yeah, that's a song by The Normal that I did actually hear. Yeah, I always thought that was a weird, funny song. Yeah, well, it's actually about a car crash. We listened to it the other day just to compare it to this parody and... It's uh, kind of a dark song, but well, it's also kind of funny the way they produced it. And It's like the lyrics of this one, too. It's like it starts by talking about funny things like the, you, a log and a... Drink the tasty drink nog, and, which and, Terry loves, the nog. And then it, but it ends by talking about eating cookies before you die. It's right. like, wow, that's kind of First morbid. I was like, what is that? But then when I heard the lyrics from the original again, I was like, okay, yeah, it's based off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like when they say the guy referring to Santa. Yeah. It's just a funny delivery and... Uh, but I heard the original back in the day. It was around when I got my ki- first kidney transplant back in 1999. So I've known that original song for a while. So when I heard this a week ago, I was like, wow, that's, this is so clever. I love it. Mm-hmm. So I played it on my radio show. So shout out to Kibble and Alex Reed. And it does say lyrics by Alex Reed and music by someone named Daniel Miller. And uh, I don't know if that's... Hey, I know of a Daniel Miller. I don't know if Daniel Miller is from the normal. I'll have to look that up. Is that I mean, the Daniel Miller I met on a dating app No. Once? Highly unlikely, because I think this is out of New York. And okay. I'm wondering if Daniel Miller is the original guy behind the normal, maybe? Because the music sounds almost identical, unless somebody named Daniel Miller, Miller recreated it. I don't know. More research for you out there, if you care, which Daniel you might Miller. not. Daniel Miller. But, <laughs> yeah. but um, anyway, wanted to cover all that at the top. We'll share the link in the podcast notes as well, because we want to give credit and go there and purchase it like I did. Cause yeah, support Bandcamp. Absolutely. Support good music. And the musicians who create it. So, Care, now that we got that out of the way. Well, it's funny you're talking about plumet and, le- and featherette and all this stuff. Speaking of French, are we going to have some wine or do you want to start with this clip looking back at the last By the Fireside we did? Yeah. 
Sorry, I was just quickly checking the voiceover to make sure that the timing's going through in the session. And, mm. um, and yeah, we hate to record this all and think we stuff. did it and then like, it, it cut off or something. And I don't normally, you know, I normally have voiceover muted or really quiet and I don't have it come through. But when we're casual here, that's yeah. the screen reader we use because we're both blind. So sure. Um, but yeah, maybe we should go to that clip from oh, Stoker's making a quick appearance. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> um, a Stoker again never really speaks. Kind of like no. po- kind of like Pokeroo, if you ever used to watch <laughs> Polka Dot Door. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we we listened back to our year end uh, by the fireside from 2021 before we do this, and we always like to feature a little clip from it just to look back and see where we were a year ago from from where we are now. So let's hear that clip now. But Carrie, just going back to your request sets. Um, so I don't know if you heard the, the the terrible news, but mighty mighty to- mighty mighty boss tones broke up. What? I just read that <laughs> yesterday on Facebook. Um, Two pieces of breaking news on this episode: Trudeau has COVID again, and mighty mighty boss tones have broken up. Because Carrie's a big ska fan, she played some ska on the show, and so mighty mighty boss tones actually came up recently. We were talking about it after the show with the 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 music director there. Ska. It's funny. But no, you actually you didn't play the Boston's. I'm just I'm joking. But you did play the impression that I get. Yeah. You didn't play that song. No. I like that song, but no, I didn't. Um but I don't know. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah, you you definitely really did enjoy that, right? I wasn't wasn't totally sure at first was like, will Carrie love this or not? But it seems like everyone I had on really did seem to appreciate it. I don't know what Carrie's waiting for over there. <laughs> I'm just listening. I'm trying. I was listening to the Stoker and how, oh. how much the fire was crackling to life. Well, the Stoker's back, and you just heard a clip from a year ago's episode. Of, well, almost a year ago, at the end of January of 2022, when we looked back on 2021. Yeah, occasionally we record it at the end of a year, or co- sometimes we don't get it rec- this recorded till the beginning of a new year. It's right, kind of I already mentioned that already. Confusing. But. It is. It's hard to sometimes remember, but sorry, it's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we're actually doing this today because I know I want to kind of get home to my place in London, and I know you've been here a lot lately. You you had your friend here from England. You guys were playing, playing your practicing down here in my basement, playing your music and doing it multiple days in a row, which you don't normally do. And a lot yeah, of... a lot of fun, but also exhausting. And yeah, be nice to be back home. But we wanted to get this done, and we thought it'd be nice to get it done at the end of the year for a change. So yeah. But Care, we're going to move on now to the wine, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking maybe, I don't know, should I read a bit of this description and then try and open it? Yeah. It's going to be kind of a fun thing on this this episode, because I don't open wine that often, and, and this is a quite a weird corkscrew we have here, <laughs> so we'll we'll see how that goes. But that Speaking of stools being in our family for a long time, this corkscrew's been in our family, and it's not the usual kind. It's hard to maneuver, but yeah. hopefully you, you... It's supposed to be easier if you get the, the knack of it, but... Yeah, I know. Um, but anyway, Kara, you discovered this article, I think it was a few months ago now that you sent it to me. Yeah, so I'm going to revisit it in a bit here on the episode when we look back at this past year, but I met a friend a couple of years ago who's writing a book about women who, people who don't have children, women who don't have children or can't have children, and uh, I got involved uh, as one of the people featured in the book. And so since then, we've become closer. She lives in Ireland. 
but she, uh, as we got to know each other more, now she'll like send me articles about when she comes across something that she thinks might interest me, specifically blindness stuff. Uh, now that she knows me, someone who's blind. And she sent me this article earlier in the year about this wine uh, in a region of France. This co- this this company who makes this wine. Yeah, so it's it's the article is about how Braille ended up on mm-hmm. wine bottles, and we're always talking about accessibility on Outlook in particular. Yeah. And as blind blind people, we want things to be accessible, and the more the merrier. So this is uh, really neat, and I finally got it. I ended up getting COVID soon after he sent that article, and uh-huh. um, my good friend. Uh, manages a liquor store so i reached out to him to see if they had it and it turns out they did and we finally got a hold of this bottle that we're gonna open here soon well it's almost new year's but, and we won't we won't be seeing each other on years so we thought we'd toast the season and open this wine and i really just want to get to this description so i can attempt to open it and then you can talk more as much as you want about whatever you want <laughs> um, <laughs> and then i gotta drink the wine which i'm not totally looking forward to yeah it's a red wine which carries it's not carries it's a dry red wine so not the sweetest mm. Um, but Carrie's going to have a sip anyway, and I'll pour some when I get mm-hmm. it going here. But yeah, so we'll, we'll share a link to the article in the, in the podcast notes, as well as a link to the warm fireplace, but it's, um, it's through Michelle Chapoutier. And again, my French is pretty rusty. Apologies for that. Yeah. Um, C-H-A-P-O-U-T-I-E-R. And, uh, just going to read a little bit about it. So M. Chapoutier, la vignes de Billehat. Coats du Brésilon villages, um, and that's so. This is a, from the legendary Michel Chapoutet, and it's a consistently highly rated wine that reliably delivers big flavor in an intense yet elegant package. Look for bold red and dark fruit with earth and spice notes, and it says this is great for burgers, ribs, or lamb. And we don't have any of those things. If you're here. a vegetarian, well, yeah, I guess you don't. You can just drink it with, I don't know, <laughs> veggie burgers might still suffice. Or maybe. And it says floral yeah. fig and ginger. I hope I have the right one here because it says, it's <laughs> saying know. here, again, I looked up this description. I'm not a wine connoisseur. I'm not a wino. <laughs> I'm not up on all my wines. The name is right. It's definitely Michel Chapoutier. But this whole, um, about the exact region of it got me a little confused. It's definitely Coates du Brésilien, but this less Vignes. Vegans de, I don't know. Billahat is on is written on the bottle. Anyway, I'm I'm rambling. Yeah. Um, there's a whole article here. Sweetness is two out of five, so you're gonna love it, Carrie. It's not gonna be very sweet. Great. Um, but yeah, this article, the story of how Braille wound up on wine labels, pretty much. Um, I'm I don't know. I'm kind of skimming here, well, but uh, it helps when you have a, when you know somebody who's blind. You're more likely to care, and if you're a company who and you have friends or someone you care about who's blind, then it's more like I, I want people who are blind to be able to read be able to pick out wine and yeah what so, wine it is and that's just it if you have a connect if you don't have a connection that's why we mm-hmm. often ask on our shows have you do you know anyone who's blind have you ever met because it's like anything in life if and i don't have enough connections to someone who might be deaf or whatever disability it may be mm-hmm. um but pretty much this michelle chapoutier comes from a dynasty of winemakers and the family has been making wine in the region of france for a long time and it turned out that, yeah, Michelle had a friend who was blind, who was uncomfortable going into a store to buy wine, not knowing what was what. It reminds so, me of you and your record stores, but it's for wine, of course. Yeah. So I guess back in 1993, it says when Chapoutier was only 29, 
um, and been the winemaker of the family business for only three years. He turned on the television. Anyway, I'm not I shouldn't be reading this word for word. I'm terrible with my notes and. Mm-hmm. I know um, we, we, we want to get better at it for our other podcasts, but it's it's really hard to know how to skim something and, and give the points and, and read without sounding robotic. So I guess he turned on the TV and he saw his friend and musician Gilbert Montagnin on the screen. And Gilbert was blind and was talking about, like I said, his experience buying wine and it being difficult not being able to see what kind he was getting. So then Michelle decided, you know what, I'll... Uh, to develop some bottles with braille on them and i guess now there's tons of varieties out there wow the fire is really picking up here <laughs> um of the wine here so i'm gonna attempt to open it but I'll yeah explain it, that it's just that like he was like how do i have you got to research how you get how you get some braille on on some labels for your wine and and then what we'll notice here i'm, I'm setting down my braille display here because i'm done with reading braille <laughs> And um, yeah, we're, we don't want to spill red wine on the Braille display on an electric Braille machine. We don't want to spell it, spill it on your, your equipment. And... But yeah, the, the Braille on this bottle is kind of faint. Kind of. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty faint, which is just a bit of an issue sometimes. It's hard to read Braille when it gets really faint. Yeah, I mean, I can read it, but I can. it's definitely a bit of a challenge. It's a bit of a struggle, yeah. Um, so I'm going to kind of back away from the mic here a little bit to, <laughs> to, to try and open this okay. with this crazy corkscrew and... Uh, Carrie can keep chatting away, and I'll probably talk a little bit. You'll hear me a little bit in the background, but it'll be kind of faint. Yeah, try and narrate when you can. Yeah, I'll try my best here. (laughs) Yeah. As I was saying, my friend Nicole told me about this, and she lives in Ireland, and we found this here in Canada and North America, but I, if I ever do get it over there to France, which I still want to go to France to see Louis Braille's birthplace, speaking of Braille, um, maybe I would, I don't know, I could visit the region or the or the or the business if i, I ever might actually work France. best for me care to just hold this in my lap and try it well give it a try and see <laughs> we have no idea how this will go <laughs> i don't know we're just a bit giddy from the long day and tiredness yeah, and the, let's uh <laughs> yeah how are you gonna keep this i don't know I'm I'm... Doing this? <laughs> Um, I think maybe I should do it at the table. Uh, I'm going to navigate around this mic so I don't knock make it up. Yeah, go, like yeah, go slow. I'm trying. <laughs> That's the silliest idea. A little bit. It's nice when we can, like, we listened back to last year's show and it was fine. It's just that it was kind of blah because well, it was... We're trying new things here. To yeah. Maybe a little more we want to spice it up. And like we say, we... In past years, we've had a dog with us who barked and, you know, spark things. But, yeah, we'll get into stuff with our sister shortly here. Speaking of fires, but... <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, Karen. <laughs> Want me to try? I don't know. <sighs> we don't want to do much editing on this because... <laughs> Not like we don't want, don't we, we don't care, but. I don't think I'm doing it. My hand's supposed to be under these weird handles. <laughs> we didn't want to like do too much ahead of time. We wanted to do it live on the show, but because that can provide some entertainment and some laughs. But if this takes too long. In the way. I thought they're supposed to kind of pull up and, and be out of my way. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you know me, I won't be told. <laughs> I won't be totally crushed if we can't get it open. Oh, maybe this is... 
because I like, I prefer sparkling wines or white wines, even dry ones to red, but. I'm, you know me, I get determined I'm going to want to open them. Oh. <laughs> yeah, if you know anything about Brian, you know that he, he gets really set on something. He can't let it go until he works through it, which it, it's a good way to be sometimes, depending on what it is. But other times it's like, <laughs> you need to give it up after a certain point. Um, it's not like I'm not like that, but it's just, yeah, this is more of our sibling podcast. The other one, as we say, is more about... I'm starting to go straight out now. Maybe I am doing Yeah, maybe. I'm on the other side of the mic here, so I don't know how much the mic's going to be picking. I'm not sure. Um, I can hear you, but it's because you're oh yeah, in the I'll room. Be in the background for sure. Yeah. My mic, I could have turned it a bit, but I didn't want to muck with it too no. much. So. You'll probably just hear me echoing in the background, but I think this might be it enough that maybe I can pull, this, pull these handles down. Now. It's like my new keyboard I got for Christmas. There's a, a button on there to, to change the tempo of the metronome feature on the keyboard, and you have to keep pressing it, and for a while you think it's not changing you give up but if you keep at it little by little it works but you just gotta <laughs> persist Okay. Maybe now if I pull these handles out again, it'll pull it out. <laughs> but I'm trying to make sure I... Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, maybe. Um, <laughs> I think it's pretty uh, much out, actually. Might be. You could, maybe you can pull it out the rest of the way. <laughs> oh, got it! <laughs> Good sound. I wonder... I wonder how that... I, picked up. I should have turned the mic a bit closer. Uh, I know. It sounded sound. good in my ears, but... <laughs> Again, it's because I'm in the room with you. I know, it's hard to judge what pick the mic picked up and what the thing picked up. But... I know. Oh, well, what are you going to do? It's open now. And... <laughs> that made a cool sound. We opened some sparkling wine at our KFC the last few days, and that made a different sound comparatively. And it depends on what the the sa acoustics in the room you're in, I think. That one made a really nice pop, yeah. whereas the other one was more of a pop. Oh, I hear a train. I wish I could have this close to Wait a minute. Way. That train's in this recording, isn't it? What train? Remember? Is <laughs> there a train in, in the fire? Oh, there's a train in the background. But I live here near a train, so at first I was like, I think that train's really here, but no, I think it's... I'm going to spin my mic around so you can hear me pouring up close, but I guess I could also... Oh, you sure you want to mess with this? Not really. <laughs> um... I know. Although for the pouring, I guess you pour it a lot you're, you're proficient in pouring yeah, I'm not too worried about that. and you don't you're not using we're not using actual wine glasses yeah i thought that, but i know um nobody's this is not a video podcast so no we're not on youtube visually and okay so sorry if you hear a couple mic bumping noises here but okay, okay. i got this mic back now so i think i can pour this pretty close Careful. Um, well, it'll be fine. Care, take it easy. I'm an older sister. I'm always warning. Careful. Careful, careful. Be careful. Okay, so I'm going to pour Carrie's first. I'm just going to pour you a little bit because... Yeah. I know you said you probably won't. 
probably enough. <laughs> probably. For you to try. Probably. I would imagine. Um, okay, well, I'm going to bring... Actually, I'm going to pour mine. Are you sure? And then I'll bring yours over. Careful. And the thing about <laughs> wine is, no matter what you do, like, it's not enough that it's making a mess, but it, it always seems to drip on the bottle a little bit. I know. Which is kind of annoying, but I guess if I just do it kind of over here a bit more so it's not on my clothes, if it drips a tiny That's bit. That's the... Red wine is, is worse for stains, right? pick it up i'm sure you'll hear it a bit i don't know it's hard to say <laughs> well i'm gonna start with that little bit as well okay um set this down and then i gotta go walk over to where carrie is <laughs> and bring her her little bit of wine here because we have to taste together i guess we could we can't really toast it because we're <laughs> or actually i guess we could i could i can taste it over by your mic <laughs> and that'll pick it it'll pick us see how seriously i take this and uh, no, I do, it's still I do fun. enjoy wine actually quite a bit, even though I'm not, like I said, I'm not a connoisseur. Watch out. Don't hit me. I know. I'm trying to go easy. Okay, here's your glass. Oh, God. So, again, I didn't give you too much. Oh, I already got a whiff. <laughs> yeah, I got to smell it first. Oh, this it is a rude. stinks. It's on the ball. <laughs> Kara, How rude are you? I got this wine. I picked it up. It's not a reflection on My anybody. It has him. nothing to do with you or Kyle. If Nicole hears this, I'm not insulting her either. I'm not insulting maybe the wine business, but... You can. You think you'll at least be able to finish within that cup or you can't even begin oh, to do that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie's also has a bit of a sensitivity to things. I'm super sensitive. Which is, you know, people have that and it is what it is. So Luckily, I'm not feeling more nauseous today, but it's going to make me spark the nausea. <laughs> Well, again, sometimes it's part of it's in the mind. If you just kind of relax. Uh, I'm trying not to breathe through my nose. <laughs> All right, well, let's toast our glasses to our cup. Well, they're just cups, so it's kind of weird. Have but... you poured yours? Yep. Oh, okay. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> that's like, that's, a, that's, that's too many. Not, yeah, that's not how you toast. I know, but we're blind, and we didn't see where each of those cups were, and we don't have glasses, so it didn't make a good ting, and then... <laughs> this, is, this is a ridiculous wine tasting. Toasting. Oh. Did you take your sip? No. Oh, I'm putting it off. Well, it's time to take your sip, Cass. I don't want we're, to. We're gonna both have a sip now. <laughs> toast to 2022. Let's do one more toast. I'll see. We'll feel where the glasses are, so we can just do a normal one. So, toast to 2022, wrapping up and a and a wonderful 2023. I'm terrible at this. I don't know why you're not toasting it, but <laughs> I'm the toast master. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It's <laughs> You know what's you're not supposed to drink tons at a time. I, I didn't. I didn't, but I kind of held my breath as I was drinking, which isn't great. <clears throat> Listen, it's like somebody who doesn't smoke cigarettes ever or often and then when you or weed and then when you do it, sometimes okay, you're like <clears throat> Sometimes you cough a lot cuz you don't often do it. So your well, lungs not are I know. Probably getting into your lungs. Uh, <laughs> I know, and, and it kind of burns. <clears throat> well. Didn't burn me. <sighs> I don't know. I think it's pretty good. Putting my headphones back on now. <clears throat> oh, that was a bit of a stressful start. Now I'm back on my mic. You can hear me a bit closer up. Mm-hmm. It was a bit of a stressful start for me because I had braille displays and wine to open and songs to reflect on, warm fireplaces. and I know. 
all that kind of stuff. But I'm done now. Now I can just drink my wine and chill. So, okay, it's good. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're done. We're done. We're done. No. See you guys next year. <laughs> We've opened up the wine. As I said, there's Braille in the bottle. I pretty much read it all when I was reading the description, so I'm maybe not break out the bottle here again, but... Yeah, we're done. I mean, with the wine reading. Yeah, it's pretty faint on the bottle, so it's a little hard to read anyway, but... But thanks to Nicole for introducing me to that, and thanks for Kyle for getting... And again, getting I'd have to look us. into this, this these winemakers, because it sounds like they have a bunch of different varieties. It just so turned out that this red <laughs> wine was the one at the, the yeah, store. Yeah, I, I asked you guys to look into it, and you're like, Carrie, I'm sorry to break it to you. Kyle says there's only one, and it's red. I'm like, oh, all right. I love the color red, but I'm not a big fan of red wine, but maybe but you can, just... you can get stuff delivered through the LCBO here in Ontario. Mm-hmm. So in future, I could look into it and see if I can find another variety that maybe that you would like a bit better, a white wine. Mm-hmm. But I'd have to see. I don't know what all the varieties are that this... Uh, and again, I wonder why it's so flat. Like, is it because it's been in a, like a crate or a case rubbing against other bottles? Or is it just because the, the labels, it, it's brailled on paper, on a paper label and it just didn't, I don't know what it was like originally, if it was yeah, easier to read. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you either. I don't know the whole history of how you actually got it on the bottles. That article yeah. talks about how it ended up based on the story of Well, that's why friend, I'd like but... to reach out to these, this company mm-hmm. and try and interview them even, but. I'm not sure if they know if they speak English and we don't really I know, speak French. I know, but it would be worth looking into at some point. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. idea. <clears throat> <laughs> You're still struggling over there. I'm all right. <clears throat> Clear your throat. My no, my on. nasal passages were already kind of sniffy to begin with, and and just yeah. the the scent, the smell, and it's just such a aroma, red wine, and but yeah, this whole year we've been talking about accessible products, including chocolate with braille on it. So then we found this wine and thought it would be fitting for this particular episode yeah i'll just quickly mention that was the the purdy's chocolate which we talked about on outlook when we did our ketchup on pancakes a year ago at the end of january i think we knew about it then because we got it i knew about it yeah the i knew about it christmas 2021 everybody was wanting it it was big news it had just come out as a christmas product and then they saw what a demand there was for it and then they created it as a product you can order all year round so then early 2022 uh Speaking of this look back at the year, we (laughs) 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 we reached out to the chocolate company in January of 2022, and they sent us a complimentary box of chocolates, and we got them on Outlook. And so, yeah, check out our our podcast feed here, our RSS feed, search Purdy's or Accessible something. I don't know. Find the episode from February 2022. I don't know. Maybe we'll share that in the notes for this too. We could, yeah. Because we keep talking about it. Yeah. Anyway, it's not mostly about that today. It's mostly about the wine. But yeah, I don't know. We opened up the Purdy's box with our family because, you know, we thought it would be kind of neat, but it was pretty much near the end of our KFC Kajuski family Christmas. (laughs) So we already had a lot of chocolates open and candies and it is what it is. But a lot of these Purdy's ones, they're good. I like them all and you like them all, but they are, they do have a lot of fillings and, you know, kids and just people in general can be picky with chocolate. Yeah, and then also I learned when I opened it that there's no writing on the Braille legend. It's the legends in Braille to let blind people know what's in the box, but there was no print. And we'll talk more about this on. Outlook. I know, I know. It just it kind of surprised me. I was like, I thought there seemed I to know. be print on this, and um, it almost did the opposite thing for me. It was like, oh, I thought this was supposed to be inclusive for everyone. Now it's like only blind people know what's in here, not the sighted, which is kind of a reversal from the regular thing. It's but a yeah, big middle finger to sighted on. people. 
Yeah. Well, I'm getting into a bantery rant. A bit of a bantery rant. I don't think that makes sense, really, but... Bantery, rantery. Um, I'm a writer, so I'm into words. Different words. So are you going to have any more sips of the uh, Chapoutier or is that going to be your only sip and then you're going to make me drink the rest of yours? Again, I will. I can't force you to You do what you want. You're listen, adult. the rest of this episode, we're going to sort of do a bit of a look back at 2022 and I will try and sip it as we're going. But okay. I would I would offer my 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 cup here to the stoker if they wanted some. Yeah, too bad they don't talk. So we can't really ask them. And if they're giving us a nod or something, we we're blind so we can't see it. <sighs> So I guess you're stuck with it, or maybe once we're done this episode, if you can, I'll finish yours off. But mm-hmm. anyway, I got to stop talking about wine. I'm, I get a little obsessive over things, and mm-hmm. yeah, and we're at the end of the year, so we're a bit punch drunk. Speaking of drunk, mm-hmm. we're kind of just it's going to be a little all over the place. I think sometimes we listen, like you said earlier, we listen back to these episodes the next year and. They're fine, but sometimes it's like, oh, it's a little too serious, a little little too yeah. focused like our regular show, whereas we want this to be more... Well, as we've said in past years, Ketchup on Pancakes is a, is, a, is a podcast about family, humor, and creativity. And so it's a bit of a different vibe. Mm-hmm. But we're doing a look back at 2022. And a look ahead to 2023. Yeah, a little bit of a look ahead. But I guess we'll start a little bit with the look back on 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what, where you want to start, sis. Well, Again, I guess... Again, yeah, I don't want it to be too focused and, oh, we did this and this time and this and that time. No. The first thing that comes to mind for me, if I'm just glancing through my mind at 2022, I say glancing, it's visual, but is the convoy here in Canada and Ottawa and at the border and in Alberta. But... Again, how much do we yeah, want to talk about Yeah, we don't want to get too focused stuff. on that, but I will no. say that we listened back to last year's Roundup by the Fireside, mm-hmm. Farewell by the Fireside episode, and what was that? <laughs> my wine on my chair. Oh. <laughs> you can set it down on the amp beside you if you want to uh, set it down I'm holding there. it. Okay, me too. Um, when we recorded last year's uh, Farewell by the Fireside, it was the end of January 2022, so... That was right when there was a lot of talk about this convoy, but it hadn't quite happened yet, I don't think. It was about to. I didn't look up the actual date. Yeah. They arrived in Ottawa or capital I'm not exactly sure, honestly. Maybe it was. I don't know. Anyway. It was around then because it was Maybe happening it on my birthday's February 10th, and it was it was going on for a while already then. But, uh, but it was already... It, it was being talked about. These truckers started in BC and they all just picked up more and more truckers and, and other supporters along the way, all the way across the country until they made it here to Ottawa and <clears throat> Ontario where we are. And so, yeah, there was a big talk before they even got there. And then they were in our capital city, pretty much occupying our capital city for, because I mean, again, we talk all the time. We want to, we, we do, we don't discourage protests, but when you, when you, totally occupy and take over our capital city that's a problem and it, yeah it's the way they they it was the way it was handled it yeah handled. i don't you know i agree we are in canada people have freedom of speech you can you can believe what you want all these things but when it does start to affect other people's lives and even for me not living in ottawa and of course it's because i also disagree with that whatever the reason was that they were really doing it which i still don't quite know even though i know a lot of it was mandates the whole message was mixed a lot like, of it was also a lot of them didn't like trudeau but yeah like you say yeah. a lot of them were on different page a different page they weren't all kind of agreeing on one specific thing no so that's what also made it quite chaotic and i just i remember being in london ontario where i'm still you know six hours from ottawa or whatever it is 
I still felt the tension and I felt this uncomfortable. We felt it in our country. Yeah. Unrest. I don't know. It was just, it wasn't a great few weeks there. Well, listen, I, how much did we, we didn't say anything on the other one, but just a little over a year before the occupation in Ottawa, there was the January 6th riot in, in the You're U.S. serious here. <clears throat> well, Look back at the chill how year. the year began. Um, and I, I can't help relating it to what happened on January 6th because it was one year later, basically, something similar happened in Canada. It wasn't actually obviously the same thing, but it's like it didn't take long for Canada to have its own issue, which the fact that it affected the border and, and other parts of Canada and our capital city was just, it was just upsetting. And it went on so long and it, it could have gotten worse, even more out of hand, but it took a long time for things to get back under control and and you don't know what that means for the country but we can't uh, predict all of that and we'll have to wait and see yeah so <clears throat> luckily they finally did enact this emergencies act which is a whole other discussion we won't get into but well yeah recently it, they had the whole um what do they call that by the, the beginning of the year began with the convoy and it we ended 2022 here with uh the what were they calling it <laughs> I don't know they did anymore. a whole like investigation into was it appropriate to enact the emergency act and all that and they you know they i still don't quite know where they're at with that i know i think they had to do it well yeah it's but. like anything when you bring it in for it was the first time this has ever really been brought in i think this emergencies act is that my yeah. right about that know, we're not pol politician we don't really yeah. know what we're talking but it's about. like anything if you do something that's sort of unprecedented unprecedented i don't use that word correctly mm -hmm. unprecedented is that right Sounds clunky out of my mouth, but... Are you drunk? <laughs> Maybe a little. I was also kind of just out of it when we began. I know. From all the setting up. Nearly broke my new mic, my new SM7B that I'm using right now. Yeah. So, but yeah. those days, but... Anyway, that was a whole thing this year that... And again, right now, they're talking about planning part two, which we don't think is going to be as bad, cause, or at least more controlled, because... Ottawa's more prepared and it's the and anniversary of the convoy yeah, we're we gonna to do, do we have to again. come back and mark that occasion but I think we've already given them more than enough attention so let's mm, move, move on, on <laughs> from that so what uh, what else are you thinking from the air care maybe something more uplifting to to break up the or I don't know whatever you gotta say <laughs> whatever you have to add um well as I say on the previous one of these 2022 is f 25 years since my kidney transplant. So I've been looking forward to this year for a while. Looking forward is, what I mean by that is that the fact that I made it to 25 years with my, my dad's kidney, I didn't necessarily expect to. And you, you've had two transplants in the time I've been good with this one. And so that's how it is. You can't predict how that's going to go for people. Everybody's different. Uh, but I don't know how many more years I've got with this kidney. And as you always say, I may have, I may, it may work forever for me. It might just be that kind of match. Well, at least you can make it to 30, 2027, baby. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's my next goal. Um, but yeah, so that was one thing I celebrated this year. And I kind of built it up in my mind, like, oh, I got to do something this year to celebrate, uh, to mark the occasion. And I thought, am I going to travel somewhere? But we're just coming out of this pandemic and, it's it's amazing to see how it's affected the world and all the different outcomes and well, all the different things we're dealing with, the fallout from it all. And yeah, I mean, that's a whole other thing that mm -hmm. we're, the pandemic, obviously, the COVID itself isn't 
quite as deadly as it was and stuff. But we're going through this whole health crisis here. This is all serious again, which... <laughs> life's full of serious i guess so things especially even compared to 2016 i think when we start i know like the trump stuff was beginning then and another Mm -hmm. thing i don't want to get into now but no we won't but that was you know very a little more specific than to the the u.s even though it did affect the world it affected me um but this stuff is, is a whole other thing but anyway the pandemic's not really necessarily over but it's definitely a year ago you know omicron was the big variant that there was another sort of big lockdown and Mm-hmm. We didn't go back to the radio studio in January when we were recording but, that episode. and But yeah, I mean, our mother had Omicron. Right at, at Christmas. At Christmas 2021. So just listening back to a year ago, it almost feels like it was that long ago. And now it's like, it's not over, but a lot of people are treating it like it's over. And I'm mm-hmm. sort of somewhere in between. And we'll get to what happened later on in 2022. Whoa. In a minute here. But yeah, COVID, it's still marking our lives how many three years into this whole thing yeah, and, it's, and uh i think it's still going to be another at least five ten years if not more yeah. i don't know i don't know where quite where things are going to go but well we're on to our fourth vaccine dose i've had five now um we my have. last one wasn't it was the summer though yeah this past summer and then yeah as you said like later in the year yeah we've all we both had five <clears throat> as transplant patients we take it seriously and uh but uh yeah near the end of the year we both ended up getting covid which hey you're jumping ahead well i don't know where else to go (laughs) i'm I'm trying to remember really what to talk about for this year like well there might not be much yeah we're almost done i don't know if there is for tuning in everyone we always talk about these episodes we say oh we're gonna keep it a bit shorter this year and they end up being like two hours which some Mm -hmm. years it's fine like if it goes that long but we're kind of on a bit of a time crunch this time i want to get muzzin i told you muzzin at large has two hour long episodes well, yeah, I listen to a lot of shows that are that are two hours, but but yeah. So I I wanted to celebrate my kidney anniversary, so I was going to travel, but then we were still waiting as kidney patients and stuff to yeah, see. Yeah, traveling what... you don't want to rush into. Even now, yeah. I still haven't. Maybe <laughs> well, we'll see in twenty twenty three. We'll see. Some talk about traveling to England to see my friend who you mentioned briefly earlier, mm-hmm. who moved there, and then our good friend Barry, who's in Ireland. I'm and then my my friend who told me about the wine, who's in Ireland, and my friend Becky, who's in Ireland, and. So we'll see what happens with travel, but finish we'll up see. finish up with your kidney th- stuff. That was pretty exciting that we, you made it into 25 years and you're beginning your 26th year here now. And Yes. So the best way I, I celebrated this year was by m- having my friend Nicole, who I've been talking about this episode, come to visit from Ireland. And she's never been to Canada before, so she was born in Brazil, uh, but she moved to Ireland with her partner there. And uh, so she got she came to visit me for a couple of days and she we worked on my my section of her book we re- rewrote it together and i showed her around and she met you and my family and it was just great and you know for her to see me as a blind person in my home see how i live i think it just made it brought us together as friends when you meet people like as i was saying i made a lot of friends yeah because she's not blogging. blind no but since blogging and things i've met friends all over the world and that can be good and that can be hard yeah but um yeah it was it was so nice having her visit and just getting to meet someone new and hear about someone someone's life in brazil and ireland and well yeah i got to meet her briefly we you guys came to london where i where i live and we went out to swishalay a place we go often as a family and it was it was a nice time to to briefly meet her and yeah it was fun she um she went to stratford the city 
north of of me here with Kim, my, our sister. Um, we we took her there to check out Stratford, the festival. Stratford festivals there, and we went to this nice restaurant and and uh, yeah, it was just it wasn't a long visit, but it was a nice one. It was good uh, good length. So I hope to visit her in Ireland sometime, but who knows when that'll happen. Yeah, well, hopefully soon. So that was June 2022. That was June 5th was my transplant anniversary. And... Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, the fact that our father gave me the kidney and... It's hard to know how to celebrate. And these things, you put a lot of emphasis on it and then it's like comes and goes. And you're like, oh, did I... Yeah, it's like so many things in life. You get built up and then it happens quicker than you think and then it's over. And you move back to reality and... Even with these holidays here, we're rounding out the year 2022. It's the 28th as we're recording this. So, you know, 29th. You have, oh, the 29th. You're right. Now I'm having trouble with dates. We were a couple of years ago. You were really struggling with dates at the end of 2020 because the last few years have been kind of a blur. I mean, life in general can get that way, but especially with COVID and the pandemic and then this time of year in between Christmas and New Year's Eve. That was another discussion I was having earlier about New Year's and I... <laughs> <laughs> we we always joke we should be recording when we're more casual when we just woke up this morning i've been staying at carrie's as like, quite a bit around this time of year and we tend to talk a lot and so your voice gets worn out and you keep thinking you're sick because you talk so much you think oh, my voice more, hurts <laughs> yeah am i sick than, or am i just talking a lot it's often more that i'm just we just talk a lot when we hang out we can't kind and of then keep... we get rough because we're siblings and we get on each other's nerves if we i get on you other. for not eating and like you're just eating salads in a day but you know. <laughs> we get pretty snippy uh, but this morning I was talking about this whole New Year's thing, which, you know, it was Howard Stern who pointed it out. And we both listened to Howard Stern quite a bit. Um, but he pointed this out, too. And I had the same thing where it's like, everyone says New Year's. What are you doing for New Year's? And it's like, if you're saying New Year's Eve, there's an apostrophe, of course, like New Year's Eve. But New Year's on its own. I've seen some people just write it without an apostrophe. And it's like, how many years are we going into? I thought it's just one. Wouldn't it just be New Year? What are you doing for the new year? But that would be in the new year. I don't know. The whole thing, I'm, I'm silly, but I also do think it's kind of annoying when people say New Year's. and Yes. Even though I'm sure I've said it too. But it's really New Year's Eve and it's coming up soon and I got zero plans and I'm pretty much okay with that, even though maybe part of me isn't. Well, there's a societal pressure to, to, to do something. It's like, it made me think of Christmas Eve. Our Christmas Eve was different this year. You were in London because of the weather, even though we could have probably got you. And uh, our sister and her family were sort of unwell, so they stayed home. Uh, so, yeah, it was me and our parents Christmas Eve. Finally, after missing one year, I got to watch a Christmas carol with our, our dad, which is my tradition. And Christmas is the same thing, right? You've, it's, this, it's, a, it's just another day, and it doesn't mean the same thing to everybody, whether you're religious or whether you feel the societal pressure to make everything perfect or or pretty or decorate a certain way or have certain presents for people. And you and I don't buy a lot of presents. I don't send out Christmas cards. Like it's, it's, it's the whole thing. So the same thing with New Year's Eve. It's like, we need to celebrate on New Year's Eve. No, we don't. It's just another night. I don't know. And I'm, I get weird. It's like, it's good for me. And it always, I always, you know, feel better once I do end up doing things with, with people. I never come home generally and like, oh, I wish I hadn't went out. But I'm pretty content on my own at home. I live by myself still, and 
I'm pretty content. And the last few weeks, like we said, I have been really busy with my friend here from England practicing music. We actually had eight practices in 10 days, which I think is the most I've ever practiced in my life, played yeah. music. And so it was pretty awesome, but also exhausting after a while too. And so I've been so busy where I am looking forward to the alone time at home, even though there's a small part of me that, you know, wishes I maybe did have something to do or, you know, I haven't, I've been meaning to get back on dating apps and try to meet someone again which maybe will happen in 2023 well i think the first episode by the fireside we did i talked a bit about my dating life and same with me since covid i haven't really been doing it because we were afraid to to be around people and that's how you have to you have to date you have to start meeting people and being in public and so i went several years here and it's hard to get back into it the longer you're out of it yeah and it's been, it's, it'll come up here on three years in, in uh, May of 2023 that I've been out of my first relationship. So it's, I can't believe it's been that long, but again, these wow. last few years have just kind of flew by and it was right at the beginning of the pandemic that, uh, you know, my, my girlfriend came to visit. So it was a stressful time in general with the pandemic and being a first relationship and a lot of other factors. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but that's another thing. Again, you say the societal pressure, part of it is that you do want to companion you do want to be in a relationship but part of it's also society and these times of year in particular new year's eve christmas eve it's sort of commonly talked about and you see on social media so many posts with someone's with their their wife or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever it may be their partner and so it does kind of get you thinking about it a bit and it's, it's sort of a tricky thing so i don't know but getting older too in my yeah. mid-30s now i turned 35 this past year and I, I'm approaching my final year of, of my 30s. It's weird getting older. It's I f I'm finding it, it's the same with the history we're living through with political strife or with the pandemic. It's just you're, li you're living through history and one day you'll look back and and yeah, the older you get, you your perspective changes, obviously. And Yeah, it's always that balance I find. In me most ways, I'm pretty happy to get be getting older. I think mm -hmm. I feel... More, a little more confident than I used to. I feel mature. I notice that you in a lot of ways. care less about pleasing, you know, what others right. think. Or... But then there's this, always that part of me that misses being a bit younger. You have a bit more energy. You're a bit yeah. less worried about the world and different issues because you are just younger and a bit more carefree in some other ways. So it's a it's it's interesting to think about. But generally, I'm, I'm pretty content with being a bit older and and speaking related relating that to my friend nicole and this book she's writing about women who don't have children or can't have children my situation's complicated and and it's not you know simple at all but it's the same thing this this pressure that everybody says in the world that women have this maternal instinct and and do i want kids or do i did i always just believe that's what you do you how do you know what you like or what you've been conditioned to like or want I don't know if there's one answer that's right, but yeah, it's it's always a a discussion to be had. But you know, these episodes, these farewell by the firesides, looking back at the year, is you know, I hope the listeners enjoy it. But it's also kind of for us just to reflect and yeah. do it in a more sort of planned out way where we're recording. And I'm just getting used to this new fancy microphone I got. I, I feel like I'm talking too close into it, but mm. so hopefully, you know, we might sound a little close <clears> to the mics. But that's my. And during COVID, I started writing a daily or a tr mostly daily uh, online 
it's all on computers because I can't see anymore and I don't write by hand or anything, uh, a, like a diary to keep track of what, what, what life was like during a pandemic. And I, I did it for a while and then I lost it all and I haven't started again. And I've had diaries at different times in my life, but this You're, is a bit of a, this is a bit of a, how did you lose it again? You like, I think you lost it. It was just in this pro, I was writing it in a program called Mac Journal and then Mac Journal, I got the program froze and I couldn't access it anymore. I don't know. It's complicated. Anyway, <laughs> this is about a bit of an audio diary. Yeah. Yes. It's the way I look at these episodes specifically, but all the episodes we do of Outlook and Ketchup on Pancakes. It marks where you are at a certain time. And I, I look at that the same with music. It's It depends how you do music. If it's a lot of overdubs and over a period of years sometimes to produce a record or songs, that's one thing. But when it's live off the floor, which is kind of what I've been doing more with the recent bands I'm in, then it really is just capturing that moment in time and that energy that happens between, you know, three people in my case in that in that window of time that you're recording, you're capturing that archive. And that's what it is kind of for me. It's... It's about that, and that's why I like the live idea of doing a live off the floor recording because it it really does capture that that moment. Yeah, I agree. And any any of these creative things that anyone does, right? It signifies a period of someone's life, a t period in time in history, and and I don't know. I just finished my cup of wine. <laughs> I have had a few sips, and I thought I heard you have a couple. I'm doing okay, but I don't think I need more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I gave you like half as much as I poured for myself, I think. Okay. Will uh, you pour more at any point? Or? I think I might get one more. I was going to see how deep into this I know. episode we are because we don't want to ramble on too long, but <laughs> got the stoker back here and let's see here. Sometimes we, we stop. We're like, wait, whoa, that's been like two hours. Other times it's like, oh, we just cracked an hour. That seemed longer than deep, I thought. Which is okay, I think. Because yeah. I don't think we're going to go for a full two. I no, hope not. There's not too much more to but, talk But uh, maybe <laughs> another, you know. 15, 20, we'll see what happens, but definitely mm. cap it off pretty soon, I think. But I think I'm going to pour a little bit more wine here on the Stoker's okay. back. Hey! Well... I wish that Stoker would talk someday. <laughs> well, um, we could maybe arrange that. Really? How? I don't know. <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we've been talking about what's been happening throughout the year and maybe we've missed some things because we didn't make notes but really we're already into spring into summer and where are we um the summer was nice i wasn't really going in order i, I know well around. fine <laughs> summer was nice we had some visits with our nieces nephews like our niece and nephew from toronto came to visit for a few days twice throughout the summer we went to the beach and we played hide and seek and we just had some good times. We had some campfires, speaking of fires, so well, summer you, outside fires. If you tune into Outlook coming up on Monday, we'll talk more. Oh, sorry, this is at the end of the year, but how you played hide-and-go-seek with them recently this a couple mm -hmm. days ago at Christmas yeah. again, too. And it's just funny when you play that when you, one of, like, well, two of us, but I didn't play this time. In your case, you're blind and our nieces and nephews are, are sighted. So it was just kind of an interesting thing with hiding. But even mm -hmm. when you can see, sometimes you don't glance in a certain area, even if someone's out in the open or you're behind something, but you are, you would be visible if the person would just kind of glance in that direction. It actually made me think recently when I was looking for my cane once when I was leaving uh, our sister Kim's place 
And uh, my brother-in-law was like, oh, I don't see it in the bathroom. I don't see it anywhere. And I went in there and it was right behind the door. But the door was kind of blocking it. So if you just glanced in there, you wouldn't you wouldn't see it. Um, it's just yeah. interesting to and think And kids about. will be kids, right? But sometimes they push their limits. And knowing that their niece niece their aunt is blind sometimes they'll stand in 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 the middle of a room or they'll move around and yeah they, the moving they, around's annoying what it's, can they get on, away with stay and, one spot uh, even he, for the even for the i think it was one of them when one of them was it one of the other one of our other nieces or nephews moved and they're like you can't move in the middle of this well kids will do that right and, and eventually i would be just like well i'm not gonna play if you're gonna move around right <laughs> you gotta set the rules a little bit a little bit you point. gotta hold the line so I don't know. Yeah, the summer when summer's not my favorite time of year. Yeah, so but I guess summer's by. an area I can talk a little bit about. I know I've been talking a lot about music, but that's pretty much my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so the big thing for me with music this year is always my music radio show, Chin Music, on Fridays. I've reached episode two forty four with my Christmas episode that I referenced earlier. All this themed Christmas music, not the mainstream Mariah Carey, Paul <laughs> McCartney, wonderful Christmas time stuff you hear, but a little more eclectic. Um, that was my final episode of the year, but this year was big for that. That's always one of the main things for my week is preparing the show, previewing tons of new music. Always an exciting thing for me to do. And uh, so that was a big part of the year. But the summer, I mentioned earlier, my friend Will from England was here just uh, the last few weeks, actually. But he also came in the summer for some unfortunate circumstances um, some health issues with with his mom. Like we say, as we're getting older, yeah, there's all this our stuff that parents are getting older. We're and... dealing with too with our parents and health issues coming up more. Um, so it happens to everyone. And uh, so he was un- under unfortunate circumstances, but he was here in the summer for quite a while, over a month, I think now, month and a half. So we got a lot of practices in then too. And during COVID, a lot of people started working from home more, and and so he was able to work remotely, and so he could do some work while he was here. And... But people are understanding when your mom when your mom's ill. Yeah, for sure. And but you gotta it was, be. It was touch and go for a while there. Understanding in those situations. So he was here, and we got a lot of work done on on music that you know him living so far away, we don't always get to do. So we did a lot of that during the summer, which was great. And then because in the past he'd only come once a year, but with with parents getting older and stuff, he wanted to try to come a bit more frequently. So now it's more like twice a year that he comes and. So that was a big part of my summer because it kind of came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting going into June that I'd be practicing with him eight times over the summer. Um, and then I just got a message out of the blue that it was scary at the time that his mom was dealing with this stuff. And I've known I've known this guy since grade two. So I've known him since 1995. And, you know, that's a long time, almost 30 years. Uh, so and I, you know, got to know his mom from back when we were kids and. So it was a scary time in that way, but it also brought us together to be able to practice again and uh, us, the two of us with our friend Andrew. So that was a big thing in the summer. Did a lot of recording and, and worked on a bunch of music. And then that also continued with uh, my other friend, uh, Kyle, who, you know, I got to know through Will. He introduced me to him uh, about early 2000s through high school when I was in high school. And uh, Kyle, the guy who procured this wine for us. Oh, yeah. Good, good call. Um, so we appreciate that. And so I've been practicing with him as well. And we both, the project I have with Will and the project I have with Kyle, we both share the same drummer, Andrew. And, uh, so Andrew's in both projects. So am I, and we rotate with Will and Kyle, but they're both different bands. I'm not going to give out names yet because it's still kind of new, 
maybe next year we'll have some stuff online. Because I'd like to try and play shows, especially with Kyle, because he lives here. But also, even when Will comes back, if I if we have a recording online to send someone and we book it the time that he's going to be here, I think we could play a show. And it's just always good to play live. And, um, you know, I kind of prefer recording almost over live because there I can really control the levels and the sound. Whereas live's kind of more in the moment. But at the same point, it also has a different energy to play in front of people. And um, But anyway, it was a great year for that, working with both of those projects. And then I'll just mention, too, that earlier in the year, I think it was in the spring of 2022, the project I've talked about quite a bit on Ketchup on Pancakes, maybe not as much on Outlook, don't focus as much on music there, but um, the other project I was in, Trusty Fox, with another longtime friend, Matt, who I've known since kindergarten, actually, even longer than Will and definitely longer than Kyle. Um We'd been playing together for almost 10 years, soon after I moved to London. Wow. But that's, that's another thing. I guess it was more like eight years, but close enough. That's another thing that happened in 2022 just recently. I celebrated, well, celebrated, kind of a weird word, but it marked 10 years of me living in London, Ontario. And it's just interesting because I moved to Toronto right when I turned 19 and it was so freeing to get away and live in a different big city and... And I lived there until I was 25, and then I moved to London, and it's just wild to think I've lived in London twice as long as I ever lived in Toronto. Um, but anyway, soon after I moved to London, my friend Matt had lived there and been going to school at Western University. So him and I, you know, it's like any friendship care, you come at, you go in and out over the years, depending where your living situations are and how close in proximity you are. Um, but I got a lot closer to Matt, and we started working on music together a lot of the stuff that he'd written but you know there was a couple songs where i started contributing a little bit and we went under the name trusty fox a name that uh, we kind of came up with and uh, we've been doing that for quite a while in london playing a, quite a few gigs london arts live is a great program in london ontario that pays artists to play out in various locations the airport was a really big one exciting one that we played at a few times over the years um but you know the pandemic gave people a chance to really consider their lives and how they were spending their time and and uh met with matt and uh another friend of his for for lunch or no actually i guess that would have been with no it would have been with the other guy that was in uh, trusty fox anyway i'm getting into the <laughs> details here but anyway matt it kind of surprised me by it in a way even though a part of me didn't that well, it's hard to know when to move on in life. People wait too long, and sometimes things come to an end, but other times you don't want them to. It's hard to know. Well, yeah, it was an interesting kind of situation because we just met up for lunch, me and Matt and this guy that he'd met more recently through going to school that wasn't in the... Originally, it was just the two of us. And then we were like, oh, we want drums and bass, and he met a drummer. So we had this guy drumming with us, and we all went out for lunch. We hadn't caught up in a while, and out of the blue, Matt just kind of said so guys i've decided to uh to, to put trusty fox to bed is that how he worded it i don't think so oh, okay. i was trying to think how to word it now and <laughs> i don't know how you word this stuff but um and yeah it kind of came as a surprise because i knew that was really his the thing that he wanted to do and i really enjoyed it i was a little bit like looking back i kind of regret the way i handled it in the beginning like, originally it was fine but once we started playing more and more and we got sort of few articles written and and things like that and got involved in london arts there were a couple times where i kind of said like well this isn't quite my kind of music but mm -hmm. and then i was like you know what as a musician it's good to put yourself in different situations and 
and play music that might not be your preferred listening it's the same as being as me as a writer you think i can use my skill as a writer to write all kinds of things wait i don't want to write about that sometimes it's not it's good to put yourself as you said in these situations well, that's, so. it's like when you go to school when you when it's a topic you're interested in but certain assignments aren't maybe it's still quite, work yeah and certain assignments aren't quite what you're into based on that topic like because when i went to music industry arts it's such a big scope of of subjects you're not going to be as interested in some as as you are in others, but you do have to open your mind and try different things, and it makes things more versatile and, and gives you different experience. So, I don't know. At the time, it, it was really a... Uh, the, more, the more mature I got about it and the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what? This has been a great opportunity, and this is really good, and London Arts Live was great, and it was a paid opportunity, which as a musician, it's hard to make money. Yeah. Um, so it's nice that London had this, this program. And so when, when Matt kind of came out of the blue with this in a way, I was, it was a little emotional. I kind of thought about it. I was like, this is, this is a bit of a surprise. And I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm quite ready to move on from this, but at the same point, it isn't quite my main interest in music. And it gave me more time to focus on the two bands that I am in right now. And to focus on my music show and Outlook, the talk show I do with, with my sister over there about advocacy. And so it's like you said, Kara, it's hard to know sometimes when to put things to bed. I don't know why I keep using that expression, but <laughs> can't think of anything else to say. But um, So ultimately it was, a, you know, I understand that he wanted to move on. And it's also hard to get people together and and stuff. So he wants to do more solo stuff now, which I totally get. It makes it makes sense to me. And well, he wrote a song that got selected. Yeah, I wish I remembered the name of it now, but it was some sort of music songwriter songwriters awards thing um, that he he got second place in, which is great. I mean, Sponsored by a Aeolian Hall, is it called? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Aeolian Hall is a great venue in London. Where you and were they there want... recently, actually, you saw a fiddle show for Christmas there. I did. I saw my old violin teacher she taught me violin during the pandemic over zoom um her name's carrie spelt the same as me she tours with her family the fitzgeralds k-e-r-r-y two-step or what do, you, what do you call that uh dubs no i always get it mixed up i think it's just step step, step dance it's like tap dancing yeah basically. pretty much like tap dancing uh with violin playing fiddle playing and she she's a composer and she's got some great albums fiddle beats and check her out carrie fitzgerald but uh, yeah, who, so who you met through Matt, who I was just talking right. about. You, we wouldn't probably know who she was if it weren't for Matt. I met her I quite a few times uh, a number of years ago. I actually jammed with her a couple times with her and Matt uh, back in like 2016 or <laughs> something like that. Maybe even before then. But anyway, he wrote a song because the, the contest was to write a song to celebrate London. And London is the, what is it? Uh, not the Greens. No, I know you. Not you, the green city. UNESCO. A UNESCO. Is that the right word? Heritage site or? <laughs> we don't. We didn't make notes for this episode. We wanted to be casual mm -hmm. and whatever comes up. But anyway, up, but. it's the the green city or the city of tree forest city. It's called. Yeah. So he wrote a song about trees and and the trees of London, Ontario. It was, I don't know. We can put that in the in the. I don't know if there's anything online about it. We or a link we can put in the notes. Probably about somewhere. That. We'll find up, something. But. We'll dig something up. Because it's good to remote other people and the work they're doing. And, and did it, you say it, it's good to remote? Promote. Oh, did you say promote? 
I, hope I feel like I'm talking too close to my mic. It's kind of kind of poppy, and mm. so sorry, folks, if you're listening out there and it's all pop pop. But you're afraid Peter to pepper back- pick the pack of pickled peppers. You're afraid to back up. Well, yeah, I just don't quite know. I'm trying to get used to the distance, and when I back up, it sounds like I'm I'm echoing more through your mic than mine. But yeah, and you echo off the snare in here, and it's hard to get used to everything. And you know, I'm also extra sensitive to audio quality when oh Stokes back. <laughs> oh. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) what an episode! You like that we're having some drinks because you you feel like it loosens you up, but sometimes you can get a little too loose. Oh, am I too loose? Not you, but the episode's not over yet. Am I not doing well in this one, Care? (laughs) You're fine. Um, but yeah, and I'm I'm glad I got to see you guys perform one last time back in April at the market. I think in London. Yeah, that was a nice venue once this year with London Arts Live. Even so though they, nice they kept telling you to turn down your... Yeah, it was always so difficult with those situations. Like, you get booked in to do these places, and then one person would tell you to turn down. Someone else would be like, oh, no, you can turn up a bit. We and like the music. We we can't hear it over on the other side of this market. And I get turn it. it certain up. places, you want it to be a certain level. But mm. it's hard, too, with... It's like, I think about it compared to, like, certain movies where there's quiet spots with dialogue, and then it picks up in spots... And it's like music. You want to have dynamics. So it gets louder and quieter and, and throughout the song. And it's hard to know because people want to, you want people to be able to hear it so that it's not mm-hmm. totally quiet, that people just don't even notice. But you also don't want to drown anyone out. And we were acoustic, so it was never that loud. But I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So that was the end of something. And there's a lot of yeah. endings and beginnings so thing in, that ended in life. This year that I think at the beginning, when we listened back to that, farewell by the fireside from 2021 i mentioned trusty fox in some fashion in that episode so mm-hmm. just i would never have imagined a year later that would be a done deal but well, that's what i like about life because some things you just never see coming and some things that are bad it's not so good when they suddenly pop up on your horizon and you know impact your life other things you never know how to look at it some things are hard at the time but then they're for the best so that was the end of something for you for sure uh, for me, this year, I did a lot of writing. I did a lot of online writing classes. The thing that the pandemic did was showed that we could do a lot of things virtually. And there was this friend I met in Mexico who's a writer at the writing workshop in 2017. I was heading there to to, to, to that workshop. Um, I believe we talked about it when we recorded our first By the Fireside, the end of 2016. Um, I met her there, and she's a writer, coach herself and a writer, and she was offering these classes over zoom and so that became a thing during covid and so since then she she offered them in 2021 they're called elemental writing classes focusing on the elements air water oh you met her in mexico earth jen viley i did okay interesting okay and caught that (laughs) and our uh our our brother and his family are going to mexico in, in january of 2023 so there you go yeah i hope to go back someday Um, but yeah, she offered these classes and she's just, she's a very calming presence. She's got a very soothing voice and she's pretty spiritual. So she, she incorporates poetry and, and sort of meditation into these classes. So we write and she reads poetry and she reads meditations and, um, we read each other's writing and we listen and give not critical feedback. It's not about that it's just about Giving being in a community with writers and, yeah and i've been to a couple of the the ones where you presented and well and yeah at the your... end of each class we would take some of the writing we did during the class or whatever around the theme of of air or water or earth and uh 
we would have invite people, our family and friends to come and join the Zoom call and listen to our, our readings. So yeah, you came to a few of those. And that just got me through the year. Uh, yeah, they were very calming, I found. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it'd be a bit pretty busy day sometimes when I'd come on or the second time I was just dealing with COVID kind of in the process of getting over it kind of near the end of my COVID situation. And uh, it was really a nice sort of event to, to join up and just listen in to everyone's writing and my sister being in there. It was a nice proud moment for me. And, well, again, I I appreciate you coming. And, and you know, you've heard enough of my writing over the years that it's like your music, right? We want to support each other as siblings, and but but because it's just part of who we are, and you're 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 musical, and I'm a writer, and but I appreciated it, and specifically air the theme of the class that I just recently finished with her. Just through COVID, it, the idea of not being able to breathe it really made me appreciate breathing, and and also learning how to cope with stress knowing that breathing is important and so it's, it was just a great theme for that one and uh i might do an air or a uh, fire one and if she does holds that in 2023 well speaking of fire hey stoker exactly fire speaking of fire yeah um so yeah i don't know one other thing i think we should wrap this up pretty soon it's a wrap up and we're coming up probably on an hour and a half now. i know um so fire is an unfortunate thing that you know fire can be so comforting so beautiful hang on wait a minute whoa whoa, whoa. okay <laughs> something else you want to say well, i was just going to mention my my quick trip to philly because that was a pretty big thing in 2022 but i don't know is there something else you wanted to say you almost met your hero john solomon who does the 25 hour music radio i find show hero to be a weird word for some oh, reason whatever i, I don't know. know a good word i don't know either but anyway you didn't meet somebody him. i look up to but i was going to mention that maybe i was just actually debating in my mind should i mention that part or not but mm. he brought it up so so be it Another word I well, used earlier I was, today was wherewithal, which kind of caught Carrie by surprise. It caught me by surprise, to be honest. I'm talking about out, air and breath. And the fact is that you and I All made right, it. I'm going to go to sleep. Then. Keep I'm drinking your wine. We both made it through the main part of COVID, the serious, uh, serious variants, until we caught COVID finally, both of us the end of 2022 here well pretty much the end october october and we had this plan with our outlook podcast we we met this professor earlier on in the br- year pretty brief we don't want to <sighs> pretty vague sakes. whoa carrie's getting i am going to keep it vague there's not much to say about carrie's it getting fussy over but this. this is a looking ahead at 2023 in a way too and anyway we met this professor through toronto metropolitan university and we were going to speak to her class and uh we caught COVID instead, and we missed that opportunity, but we'll hopefully have some more to say about that and her in 2023. But we did get to go to our uncle's 70th birthday, which was pretty awesome. We're not sure. We think that's where we caught COVID, but who knows? Who, knows? who can tell at this point? We chose to go. and so Well, it was important to see family, it and was, I, yeah. I hugged people again after how many years of all this. And, um, but yeah, we caught COVID, and for me, it was more like a bad cold. For you, you it, it was harder. You thought you were recovered, yeah, but then I mean, it came back with a vengeance. And the first bit wasn't great for me. I got, I was getting sick all day, and it was just like I noticed symptoms for a couple of days, and then I started getting really sick, couldn't keep anything down, and I had to go to emerge. And again, I don't want to get too serious here, but it was a pretty rough time in emerge because everything is backed up, and yeah, all the healthcare I don't know. stuff going on in Canada. Well, and- talking about my transplant and stuff, the last time I really needed healthcare, it was in the late 90s, and things have changed since then, and COVID just exposed the cracks in our system, and Canada has universal healthcare, but 
Nothing's perfect. Nothing's perfect. And I don't know where that's heading and it worries me, but whatever. Anyway, yeah, so COVID for you was a bit harder. We both got right away, we got some treatments that are supposed to prevent anything from getting worse with our transplant. Remdesivir. Remdesivir. So it was like a three-day... Injections, uh, like IV. IV intravenous um, treatments. Well, there's another treatment that's medication. I'm blanking. I can't think what the name is right now. Um, Paxlovid. Paxlovid. Good good call. Um, That people can get, but they say that are medications that we take for our kidneys. It's harder on transplant. So that they don't reject, our body doesn't reject our, our transplanted kidneys. That that one's harder on us, so they recommend this remdesivir for us, and you know that probably did help. But the first bout of the COVID I had was the getting sick and not being able to keep things down, being kind of rough. And then I thought I was over it, and I already missed this opportunity. Carrie was talking about that we were really looking forward to from this professor, and I'd also planned to go to Philadelphia to catch a favorite band of mine, June of '44, who I listened to through my you know my brother introduced me to when I was. 10 or 11 years old and I've been listening to for years. And, and of course, we, you love live shows and so do I. And that just wasn't as much a thing during COVID and you were excited to finally go yeah, to one again. Yeah, we'd already and... booked it. And I, in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't go. But I ended up deciding to go and... Because life's short. Yeah, but... what are you going to do? Like now I've done it and I can't look change it now. And Well, we built our, up COVID so much in our heads and we didn't know what it, how it would affect us when we eventually would get it. And we knew everybody would eventually. Um, but we didn't know how it would affect us and you sort of build it up. So you didn't know. Yeah, I mean, so it was pretty amazing going. It was a quick road trip I <laughs> with a friend of mine that I'd recently reconnected with over the past, since the pandemic, that I hadn't really talked to in like almost 10 years, I guess. Reached out again, as a lot of people did, I think, during the pandemic. Actually, speaking of that, our dad got a, a letter yesterday. I just forgot about that until now from somebody he said he hadn't spoken with in 40 years. And it's interesting how people have that, right? Every now and again, you remember something or someone from the past, and you just have this urge to reach out and, and see how they're doing and check in. And, and that's what's exciting about life. Yeah, and that's why it's so important to try to build connections and build a network of people. But this guy is a year younger than me. I was in a grade two, three split class with him back in the mid nineties and knew him a bit through high school, but he was a year younger. So we weren't super close all the time, but kind of- He has goats, right? They have goats. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Kind of random. I know, but good, good to be random on this episode. It's, it's always been, a, I think this one's been a little more chill than some of our previous by the firesides, but still gets a little serious, which it's always a balance in this podcast. It's, mm -hmm. it's the way life can be serious, but fun too. Anyway, you went to you went to Philadelphia, and when you came back, yeah, so we got to see the band. At all. It's pretty amazing. We got into the, we went out for dinner first. Got some Philly cheesesteaks, which isn't my favorite food, but you got to try that once. When in, in Rome. Philadelphia, yeah, one in Rome, as they say. So we had that for dinner, and then we went to the venue. And right when we got in, it was such a small venue. It was just upstairs. It was in this venue called Johnny Brenda's, a pretty big, well, not big, but a venue I've heard of because I'm in the underground scene, sort of connected with the underground venues in that D DJ you mentioned, John Solomon, broadcast out of New Jersey, which is pretty close to Philadelphia. Um, I don't know the U.S. too well, but I, you know, learned that it's pretty close. And um, he'd mentioned that venue quite a bit on his show. And so it was kind of neat to actually go there for once and, and see this band. And right away when we went in to buy some merch, the merch table, I recognized the guy's voice because he kind of sounds the same as he does when he sings. It's Jeff Mueller from the band. He plays guitar and sings. And right away I was like, wait, this is Jeff Mueller, and it's always that awkward thing when it's somebody that's you look up to and you've listened to for years, but you also don't want to come across like, I don't know, like this person's above anything because he's just another person in the world. Um, but he was so gracious. I felt this instant 
sort of kindness from him, this instant love and connection. I don't know. He was a really nice guy. And so I bought merch off him right off the get go. And it's, it's like, it's so in the moment, it's like, I can't even believe this is happening. And even now it kind of feels like a dream because we just drove home the next day. And, uh, but then, yeah, once I got home, the show was amazing. The sound was perfect. I bought some vinyl. Jeff Mueller even threw in a free seven inch record of theirs. Originally, he was trying to give us all our vinyl for free because we'd mentioned we drove from Canada. And I was like, no, I gotta, I'm gotta, i going to pay you for this. Everybody's so kind to Canadians because everybody, the world thinks we're that so polite. Right. Well, but I think Canadians. he's also just a nice guy. And when you think someone's drove that far, you know what it's like? It's almost like a lot of pressure. Like you feel like, wow, you drove all the way here just for the, this random band that I'm in that. It's just not, for little old me. June of 44 aren't, you know, they're not. They don't have big heads. Katy Perry. They're not. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that name, but just any big band or musician or singer, they're yeah. not that popular. So they, it's, I don't know. It's a weird sort of situation, but it was an amazing time. But yeah. then when I got home, it's like life, you have ups and downs. And that was a huge high. And then when I got home, it was a two, two two and a half, three weeks of. I'd reach out and hit the symbols for a crash if I could. See, I can't reach them. No. I'm reaching out here. There's symbols here, but. You'd have to get up find a symbol yeah i can't reach hit it. it the right way i don't know <laughs> maybe it was worth a try but, <laughs> but don't bump didn't quite happen i don't know i still could but i, don't, I think the moment's passed mm -hmm. um but yeah i got home and covid kind of flared up again got pretty bad for a couple weeks but then i recovered and lucky to be here and host this show <laughs> now what i think we should wrap it up soon pretty soon yeah wrap it up with a bow call it quits we got a clip of the week coming up to finish off a cassette clip of the week but yeah starting to get kind of cold you got your heat off so we don't have a big booming therm uh i was gonna say thermos furnace it's been a long day it has long life had some wine but i'm also just tired from the day and the week and the month and the mm -hmm. life but anyway a covid that, that's how we rounded out our year Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm still drinking this wine. You're still on it. Eh? I'm almost done my second glass. Anyway. Oh, are you? Um, Betcha. <laughs> we don't even know what to say now. <laughs> we were on a bit of a roll there, but now we're kind of... I think it's time to wrap it up here soon. Is there anything other thoughts? 2023 is coming up. As I said, continue with the radio shows. I heard a weird noise. Was that you? <laughs> was my cup. My knuckle scraped across this weird it's plastic like, glass. I almost thought it was a stomach sound. It wasn't. A it wasn't. Or something. I was supposed to eat vegan stew that I made here a few days ago for lunch, and Carrie reminded me of it a few minutes ago before we started this. And I've made, I started making my own homemade spaghetti sauce in 2022. You've been doing that a while, and I just started doing it. But Yeah, I think, I think since like 2008, maybe. Wow. Something like that. It's You're more an adventurous cook than me, but I'm trying. It's been a while. I'm sick of the can and the jar sauce. So, or can. Jar or... Yeah, can. Or can. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm drunker than I thought. Yeah, it's been a long day. It's been a long... December. <laughs> oh, yeah, your favorite song. <laughs> My favorite song. No thank you, but to each their own. So yeah, we want to mention the fire. 
<laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. I know, it's not funny. But sometimes you just got to laugh in life because yeah. every, everybody's okay. We should say that up front. That's that's the most important part. But yeah, maybe talk talk briefly about it. We're not going to go into too much detail. Well, it's not our story to tell. Exactly, but we'd be remiss if we didn't en- mention it at all. Remiss. Another I know it's word. another word that I've just heard other people say. I've never really had it in my vocab, but Nice. I feel like it is a a word to use in this case. Mhm. Yeah, so we were just going about our KFC like other years. Kajuski family Christmas. And then our brother-in-law had to go to work yesterday morning. And so he was a, he wasn't with us all. And he'd planned to come back yesterday afternoon. Um, and our brother and his wife and he kids had the, were... He had the wherewithal to come back right away. But... <laughs> oh, I don't know. Is that not a proper use of the word? It, it, it is, but just doesn't... I know. You said with us all, so it made me think of wherewithal, but... It... All right. Sorry. Anyway, he was... He was he'd gotten home from work, and he was taking a shower, and he texted Kim, our sister, saying he was on his way back soon. And then all of a sudden, we got a, she got this panicked phone call from him saying that their garage was on fire, and she's like, What? And we were all like, oh, my Lord. That was a weird squeak. What was that squeak? I don't know. Somebody here. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that was a bit of an excitement that we didn't uh, anticipate and that we we weren't happy to, to have. But again, as I said, everybody's okay. He was there with their new puppy, Otis. Such a cute guy. He's oh, like, yeah, we said we were going to talk about dogs, but. Well, he's a, Otis is a. A golden retriever poodle mix and he's just a puppy still and he's 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 so big he was so small when they got him and now he's so big and he's so rambunctious okay but... kind of so i kind of zoned out there for a sec you did say that he called and said there was a fire yes a garage fire fire he was getting out of the shower and he had his dog with him but the dog heard a sound and he heard a sound and he went upstairs and there was smoke and yeah so anyway, they're dealing with a lot of that, the insurance and all that stuff at the end of the year here. But luckily the house, it's the house we all grew up in that they live in with their two kids and it didn't burn down and they're all okay. And so. and I don't know. I thought originally it was just said they did just say it was a, the garage was on fire. But then I think maybe they said the house was on fire at one point. I don't know. And nobody knew for sure. Obviously it can spread depending on what type of fire it is. But luckily it doesn't seem like it spread to the house, although everything right there in the house right now smells like smoke so they can't live in their home for right now which you know i can't imagine i don't have a family of my own i live in an apartment which would be hard enough you know i talked earlier about how i'm ready to go home to my apartment but especially when you have a house with kids and that's even different in its own way and yeah so it's well, yeah it, it's scary for kids what you know it upends their their routine and 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 their safety and security and so the adults have to get in gear and and t- you know t- tackle these these things and it's it sucks when you're an adult and you have to deal with that and but it's also hard to be a kid to go through stuff like that to feel the the chaos around you and everybody's okay. Yeah, well, that's again, that's like we say with this. That's the most important thing that everyone is okay. But even so, it's still a lot to deal with to figure out insurance, like you said, and. All this other stuff that they have to deal with and just being part of the family, it's something that, you know, it still stresses me out too. And mm-hmm. it's not easy. So it's not how we wanted to end the year, but. But like said, as a family, we come together and we help each other in, 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 the, in the ways that are, are needed and, and we are there for each other, which is what matters. And Right. So, so everyone's all right. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of organizing to do and stuff to replace mm-hmm. from the garage and hopefully, you know. 
everything will get sorted but it just takes time and patience and sadly it fits the theme of fire unfortunate yeah <laughs> fire like i said side. before that fire is such a warming comforting beautiful mm-hmm. thing in its own way but yes it's yet it's also quite destructive and yep i can't imagine all my stuff going up in flames we've had other family extended family who've gone through that stuff yeah some actually we had on this podcast quite a while ago now it feels like ages ago but we had uh, wildlife gardening our cousin um and his partner were on our show and that was right before that was soon before they actually had their the fire that hit their house and Mm. in their case it was the entire house so yeah we're grateful and as i say i'm going to do an elemental writing in 2023 hopefully about fire and i may yeah. uh my some of this stuff may make it into some of my writing for that class because yeah it's it's obviously water air fire earth the elements destructive and comforting depending on what it is but i think we should maybe wrap this yeah, up i think that's about it on I... that note <laughs> yeah sorry it's not the most cheery ending but we no. try to round it off in the fact that we all are all are okay and our family you know these it's like back in the day with our kidney failure some families that can pull people apart but that brought us together and a lot of it is that everyone is okay and we're still all here and we come together and try to help out and do what we can and yeah and uh so again we we only do these this catch up on pancakes basically once a year now so i think a lot of things yeah we keep talking about doing a camp episode and even last year when we did the farewell by the fireside we said oh we'll do a camp episode maybe in the summer and we didn't so maybe so, this year we will i don't know i won't predict that I'm not gonna but, give anyone imp- any promises here but but yeah no it's just like nice to do a casual year end but everything gets there's so much more to talk about and these episodes end up being two hours because yeah we're probably creeping up on two hours now. yeah that's why we're ending it (laughs) all right well we're gonna end with a look back as we say with these ketchup on pancakes we always have a cassette clip of the week which it's not week it's year now but whatever so we're gonna end off here with a clip from speaking of our 25 year mark with my kidney transplant being 25 years this year we're gonna Go with a clip from 25 years ago, Christmas 25 years ago, 1997, and uh, being it's that time of year. And Happy New Year to everybody. Hope everybody has a good 2023, and we will see where we are next year at this time. All right. Yeah, that's when I started doing these Christmas tapes back in 1997. I used to tape a lot on cassettes. And that was around the time I was 10 years old. I thought, oh, this is the time that, and you know, speaking of nieces and nephews, it's interesting now that our nieces and nephews are getting older and turning 12 and <laughs> in 2022 our uh, our niece is just turning 12 here soon after this episode will be released on new year's eve right at the end of the year here yeah and uh you know our other nephew turning nine in 2022 and 10 our other nephew and our niece turning five so but anyway it just makes me think of when i turned 10 and to be able to compare it's just it's interesting to think about but that's when i really got into making tapes and being trying to be organized and create these Christmas tapes. So we thought it would be a nice way to end with a clip from this Christmas tape I made in 1997. And if not before, we'll be back next year around this time. And and I think I love red wine now. No, I don't buy it. Oh, don't speak too soon. Have you finished your cup yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> See you later, folks. Cassette clip of the week. Okay, I'm gonna go get the next present. Okay. Always up for me. <laughs> Don't worry, I will.
Hey, Paul, I got a little present for you if you want to open it. Let's grab a little present. You said Complain to Walmart. Walmart or the CD rack? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Walmart packed. What is this going to be? It's probably a CD. Hey, Dad. The doors and Rowan Atkins. She works at Walmart. One rip and he knows what he's got. Rowan Atkins. You didn't grab the newspaper and roll around it. What did she do? You're amazing. Ew, he has the doors now. Carrie's mad. Come on, baby. Ride my fire. <laughs> Sorry, we hadn't Get off the phone. We're not done our presents. Sorry. No one can go on the phone. If, it, if it's for them, it's for me, tell them I'll call them back. Actually, we should just take it off and look for it. With that. Right behind you. Take this to the Open the journal. Open the journal, Paul. I'm busy. Paul won't open them. Oh, there you go. You ruined that. Well, anybody can tell it's turtles. Yes, I have. Online at facebook.com slash ketchup on pancakes. <laughs> All right, that does it. Maybe we'll dub this part in for the final theme. You know how we like to have the bloopers at the end? Oh, God. Like cu second cup's empty. <laughs> Setting it down. <laughs> what time is it now? Let's see here. Yeah. Hopefully it's not past 630. Oh, God. 705 holy crow oh, shit we gotta wrap this up we did we're done peace out we, we stopped at an hour but is it more than two hours I don't know. now Let's see. when did we start uh oh hopefully my computer didn't freeze. oh my god 98 minutes almost an hour 40 basic what was the other one i don't know i think around the same time i thought it was closer to two closer to two i thought it was like an hour 59 but well, that's close enough. Who knows anyway? Bye-bye.